RadioInfluence.com. The future is now. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with Overcast Monday Val and Beans. Hey, Frank. Hey, what's good, Beans? I had to do two solo shows last week, but that's okay. Yeah. A lot to talk about, so. A lot to talk about. It's just me, me broadcasting from the sick ward over here. Sorry I'm, about that. I'm, I'm, well, as, as grateful as I am that I, uh, my immune system has been robust enough to deflect this. Um, I just can't wait until everybody's on the other side of it. So annoying. The worst yeah, thing in the world. I mean, the baby bounced, the, the baby bounced back to 95% in the first 36 hours. But uh, so she's, she's pretty much at a hundred, I would say 97% because she's still sleeping like she's sick. Think about but, that. But, but other than that, other than that, nothing. She's eating like a beast. She's dancing, running around, having a great time. But she takes a two and a half hour nap in the, in the middle of the day. And then the last couple of nights, she's been sleeping 13 to 14 hours. Woohoo! That's great. <laughs> Very But weird. think about how quickly she bounced back compared to everyone else. Just think about it. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, you have we were talking about it in the pre-show, um, but I want to tell everybody here you have something really cool going on tomorrow night. Yeah, well, I will be in uh, I will be on Timcast IRL tomorrow night in studio. So that'll be a pretty big night for exposure for everything in the quite frankly universe. And yeah, so I I just uh, I'm going to be treating it like it's my first and last time on and enjoying it all. And uh, and hopefully it works out nicely. I think it should just do what you do, boy. I will. I will. I'm going to leave it all out on the table. Yeah. Get some get some stuff out there on the table. <laughs> yes, maybe I'll go and renounce my citizenship like Billy Joel Ar- Armstrong from Green Day. Look, forget that guy. OK, yeah. What, what a, these people are, are. We're better off. <laughs> yes. One less whiny bitch. Listen, there was a video that came out over the weekend from this chick on TikTok that everybody's passing around because it so perfectly encapsulates everything about the Roe v. Wade decision on Friday. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Blame for the overturning Hold of on, Roe let me start Wade. that over. That wasn't good. Here. You know who the left should blame for the overturning of Roe versus Wade? Not the Supreme Court. Not Christians. Not conservatives. Not Republicans. Not pro-lifers. The only ones they should be blaming are themselves. It is 100% their fault Roe got overturned. A lot of people, myself included at one point in time, could sympathize with the scared teenager, with the drug addict who had no business bringing a baby into this world. We could understand that we didn't like it, we didn't agree with it, but we could at least understand it. We went from safe, legal, and rare to up to the moment of birth. We gave you an inch and you took a mile. We drew the line when you decided that you should be able to murder a fully formed infant Up to the moment it exits your body, you have no one to blame but yourselves. Yeah, yeah. And for reasons as ridiculous as uh, uh, the economic hardship or anxiety. Yeah. And then these people, I have a couple, I have a bunch of clips to play today because obviously it was a gold mine over the weekend. Um, (laughs) But these people that are saying maternal, maternal death is the highest in the United States as it is in everywhere, anywhere in the world. And I'm like, what are you talking about? 
It's like 0.00025% of all women, which amazingly they've used that word very often over the past couple of days. Yeah, I know. I know. But, but to your point about maternal you know, you know, labor, death and all that stuff, you're talking about a group of people who, even though they hate the United States, the United States is literally the only thing that exists. So if it is 0.0025% of women have some kind of a fatal um, incident during childbirth, it is the most in the world because there's only the United States. Well, there's only the United States. There's no other countries out there anywhere. And we are yes. the worst of the worst, Frank. Yes. Here's Stacey Abrams. These people, you know, let me just say this. Looking at her, I know she doesn't want to say this and she knows how ridiculous it sounds. But because they've so successfully amplified the 3% to be some majority, she can't. I, I just I don't feel like she wants to be doing this. But here. Do you support any limitation on abortion or does it do you think that women should have the right to have an abortion all the way up to nine months? I believe an abortion is a medical decision. And I believe that that should be a choice made between a doctor and a woman and in consultation with her family. But I think the challenge that we have is that we keep putting this in a political. No, I mean, I mean, just if we're even going to take her for what she's saying there about medical decision, then it's not even about the woman. A medical decision is something that has to be made by someone who's trained in medicine. So if a doctor says, well, ma'am, you will die. We need to we need to terminate this. This I mean, it's not even about that. I mean, look, I guess the look, I guess you can say fine. Yes. Even but. if she was going to die and the baby was right before it, it gestation, if they took the baby, it would live. You see? Yep. Yep. That's the thing. And the other thing is she's talking about like the hip, the hypocrisy about a medical decision being made between a doctor and a patient. What about. I know everybody says this, but what about vaccination? What about treatment for COVID? That became a political issue because the next thing she says is this here. Space. This is a medical decision and the medical choices that should be made medical. should be governed by what is best for that woman and what is best at the suggestion of an advice of their doctor. No. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no, no. I listen. The other person you have to I'm sure you have it. I have these all lined up for my show tonight, too. But Anna Navarro. That, oh, uh, I played that, it Friday. Yeah, she that 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 pig woman. That's uh, that's all you need to know there, too. She Did I play it Friday? I don't remember. No, I, I didn't think it, because I think it came out Friday. I think. Yeah, the show was done before the decision came out. So we'll play. Do you have it? No, oh. not over here. I mean, it would be it should be pretty easy to find. Yeah, uh, I'll find it. No worries. Um she she's advocating for killing her here let's just play it you got it yep okay. the, uh, the, okay. the mother okay. before during and after yep. the child and i am not anybody to tell you what you need to do with your life or with your uterus and because i have a family with a lot of special needs kids i have a brother who's 57 and has the mental and motor skills of a one-year-old and i know what that means financially emotionally, physically, for a family. And I know not all families can do it. And I have a step-granddaughter who was born with Down syndrome. And you know what? It is very difficult in Florida to get services. It is not as easy as it sounds on paper. And I've got another, another step-grandson who is uh, very autistic, who has autism, and it is incredible. And their mothers and, and people who are in that society or in that community will tell you that they've considered suicide 
because that's how difficult it is to get help. Because that's how lonely they feel. Because they can't get other jobs. Because they have financial issues. Because the care that they're able to give their other children suffers. And so why can I be Catholic and still think this is a wrong decision? Because I'm American. I'm Catholic inside the church. I'm Catholic when it comes to me. But there's a lot of Americans who are not Catholic and are not Christian and are not Baptist. And you have no damn right to tell them what they should do. She basically just advocated for killing her brother and two step-grandchildren. Yes, yes. Because it's too difficult. if they weren't supposedly Catholic, which this is what, what, what she's saying right now is the most ridiculously not unchristian thing. I don't care what denomination. So uh, pretty much saying uh, my my brother and all of my all of my uh, disabled family members, they are lucky that we are nominally Catholic because I believe that anyone who may be atheist should go ahead and just kill everybody because that's that, that's the, the, the point here. That's the point everybody's making. It's, um, it's so you know, gross. It, it, yes, it's really the, the point everybody's making. Like, how do they say that? And, and oh, soulless creatures. Absolutely soulless. Soulless. And I want to play this little clip from the debate in 2016. It's, it's a minute long, not even. Listen to this. If that would happen, because I am pro-life and I will be appointing pro-life judges, I would think that that will go back to the individual states. But I'm asking you specifically, would you if like If they to, overturned it, it'll go back to the states. But what I'm asking you, sir, is do you want to see the court overturned? You just said you want to see the court protect the Second Amendment. Do you want to see the court overturn Roe Well, if Wet? we put another two or perhaps three justices on, that's really what's going to be, that will happen. And that'll happen automatically, in my opinion, because I am putting pro-life justices on the court. I will say this. It will go back to the states and the states will then make a determination. <laughs> He's like a time, he has a time machine. Yeah. You remember we talked about that way back in the day? Yes. The Trump time, is a time traveler thing. Time traveler. Yeah, I, I put out a I put out a huge, huge uh, blog post about it, too. It, it it was so it was so much fun to explore that it really was because well, I, I what do you think about this though I, I, as far as what he just said I've asked the question obviously there's a lot of there's a lot left on the table with the Trump administration there's a lot of things that he did during his uh, his term that was you know that that we we disagreed with but there's other things that we were very hopeful for we were wonder we we wondered you know what would an unleashed Donald Trump do in a second term where he has nothing left to lose as far as reelection goes. And we got a lot of uh, we, we, we had a lot left on the table, a lot to be disappointed by, uh, especially judicially after immediately after the election with the, how the Supreme Court kind of sidelined themselves and allowed this all to go on without ever taking up the, the Texas case or one thing or another. Uh, John Roberts pretty much crapping all over article two and allowing states like Pennsylvania to uh, to uh, abandon constitutional norms and how they, they make all of their in-state voting um, laws. So uh, they, they've done a lot to harm. But at the same time, a decision like this an opinion like this, how much does this negate all the bad for you? How much does this make it par for the course because of how big this going away is on a federal level? What's uh, how has this been for you? Uh, honestly, it's it's history changing in so many in so many ways. But it, right at coming on the heels of the Second Amendment decision, it it just it's probably the legacy of Donald Trump at this point. 
honestly, or one yeah. of the one of the bigger ones. And, you know, the thing is this, like <laughs> the court obviously is making conservative decisions. And then now you have to worry about what the heck the left is going to do. I have AOC going crazy here with bad math, not knowing what she's talking about, trying to say that they should pack the court and all this stuff. We, I have uh, Warren saying the court is illegitimate, um, whatever. It but is. Well, <laughs> I'm glad that we all agree. They just they agree for the wrong reason. Like I always saw Keith Olbermann coming out all over the weekend. We need to ignore the Supreme. I was like, exactly. Yes, we should ignore over 95 percent of what the Supreme Court does has no right to do it. Even the stuff, most of the things that we believe to be objectively positive outcomes is still negative in the end because we have legitimized illegitimate power. Yeah, so, yes. understood, understood. And it's funny because Keith Olbermann lost his. I said, fine, that's good. Let's get um, let's get all of these J6 prisoners out of jail because it, it enough is enough already. You know, given that we should just dis- disregard law and order, we need to do it across the board, Frank. It can't just be on the left. Right. And um, the other thing is, look, it goes back to the states. I think the pulse of the country just tells you how many states had trigger laws waiting to go, how many states restricted abortion to be, you know, with before 16 weeks, before the heartbeat, before this, before that. It, there are very few states that have outright banned it. I believe that North Dakota is or South Dakota is one of them. And I have Christy Nome here talking about what they're doing in South Dakota to help um, to help women. She's South Dakota, right? Uh, yes. OK, that's what I thought. Um, anyway, so there's a lot of stuff going on, but before, obviously the people have voted in representatives that, that are pro-life and that's just the way it goes. And then you could talk about the popular vote in the country all you want. Those places that drive the popular vote still have abortion up through birth. So yeah, these people don't, and, 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 and to be able to, um, I guess signal what they believe to be virtue I'm sure that they will find new ways to expand it and and to, I guess, no question funding, state funding. I mean, New York and places like California will literally fall over themselves to do something in state to show that they are on the side of all these abortion nuts, even though there's very there's very far. You can how where else can you go with it? I mean, the only place that they can go from here is is. I don't know. You can kill a child before its first birthday. I don't I don't know. The, I don't know where they can go. All of these people that are pro-abortion, I'm sorry to say this, and it's just the way it is. None of them look like anybody would want to be getting them pregnant anyway. None of them. They're all crazy. I have a bunch of clips of people um, losing their minds, basically, mm. um, screaming like demons. Like, it, it's insane what I'm watching over... First of all, I don't know what they think happened. Again, um, you see all these companies coming out and saying we're going to fund you to travel and they call it reproductive health care because they can't say abortion without understanding how absolutely morally inept they really are. Right. Like who took away reproductive health care? Right. Who took away the morning after pill, for goodness sakes? Yes. We we here at Disney are going to fly you to uh, to to Oregon so that you can see a a gynecologist, because, of course, gynecology is going away. Ladies and gentlemen, it's so it's so stupid. And then Roe versus Wade, (laughs) you know, the craziest thing, Eric Adams came out and said, I wouldn't be mayor right now if my wife had had our baby. And then I said, you know, if. You would have given your baby up for adoption. Nothing would have changed. 
like nothing would have changed for you. Your wife would have gone through a pregnancy, had the baby, and then you would have given it up for adoption. Most of these people, though, once you have that baby, don't want to give it up for adoption anymore. They're like, ooh, some people do. I think a good percentage do, but a lot of people don't at that point. Here, here's Christy Nome. I love how softly she speaks. Hold on. South Dakota is one of 13 states with so-called trigger laws that locked new abortion restrictions into place after Roe versus Wade was overturned. Republican Christy Nome is the governor of that state and has a new memoir out titled Not My First Rodeo, Lessons from the Heartland. Good morning to you, Governor. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me on, Margaret. I'm hoping you can clarify some things because I know under South Dakota law, abortions are now criminal acts. Only exceptions if it's necessary to preserve the life of a pregnant female. You're calling a special session. What exactly do you want to change or implement here? Well, what happened with the Supreme Court decision this week is that abortions in the state of South Dakota immediately became illegal unless it was to save the life of a mother. Uh, and so that was in place uh, as soon as that decision was made. And what I believe will happen is that if we do go into a special session, that there'll be debate around how we can support these mothers. I've already launched a, a website that's it's called life.sd.gov, and it's to get resources to individuals who have an unplanned pregnancy or if they're in a crisis situation that will coordinate financial assistance, uh, people that will come alongside them during this time, also make sure that they get health care and access that they may need. It lists all the nonprofits, different organizations that work with them, mm -hmm. and then also connects them to families that may want to adopt their baby should they choose to give their baby up for adoption. So it's an incredible resource that does more to support these women that are in a situation that was unplanned and really does leave them in a situation where they're not prepared for the news that they have that they're expecting a baby. Okay. On that, though, America has the worst maternal mortality rate of any developed country. What specifically are you doing for these women who, not just when they have the baby, but during their pregnancy? Are you giving them paid leave? Are you giving them more health care rights in your state? Are you giving them more yeah. state funding? What exactly are you doing to keep them alive during their pregnancy? To keep them, keep alive. them alive. Oh, my I've God. <laughs> who's, do, who's conducting this ridiculous interview? This is Face the nation. I don't know who this lady is. To keep them alive. Like we have <laughs> all, all the pregnant women in America right now are just clinging to life. <laughs> there's there there's very very little holding them on. You know um, they they wouldn't make it otherwise, Frank. Yeah, like how much money are you going to give women who get pregnant? Hey, listen, if you want them to bring it to term, you better pay them. I mean, this is hard hard work. It's it's look, it is hard work. Okay, but yeah, no, yeah, they're not. You're not spelunking. No, okay, no. you're not going into underwater caves here. I understand. <laughs> I've I've seen how hard the work is, but as far as what she's the picture she's painting is ridiculous. Yeah, she's painting this picture that pregnant women all over the country are just dropping have sads from the vaccine. Yeah. It goes on for quite a while. This interview is eight minutes long, so they go on for quite a while. I I'm not going to play the rest of it. You get the point. It's just it's that that's what they're going to. That's what they're going to. And I have here. Here's here's uh, Elizabeth Warren. This is a good one. This is a good one. <laughs> She's such an idiot. They all look the same. All of them here. Earned whatever legitimacy they may still have had after their gun decision, after their voting decision, after their union decision. They just took the last of it and set a torch to it with the Roe versus Wade opinion. Yes. I believe we need to get some 
confidence back in our court. And that means we need more justices on the United States Supreme Court. And I know that's something you support. Thank it's you. It's happened before. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's, you know what? Let's actually match the Supreme Court with as many members of Congress. So let's let's have every con- uh, congressman <laughs> have a justice. Supreme Court justice that, that that correlates with their seat. So we'll have 535 judges, 535 members of Congress. And, and that'll until so we have a, a third legislative body. That'll be great. Let's make them um, all agree too. right. Yes. Or at least good. a majority of them agree because. Right. Yeah, let's expand let's expand this until we get what we want. It's so ridiculous. I, I, know, I know. It's so ridiculous. And, and, I mean, and here's here's the funny part that they're always talking about democracy. Um, the, the, you when you say that we're going to expand the court until we in this particular party of people get what we want, there's no democracy there. It means that you're not making a good enough you're not making a good enough uh, argument. You're not being persuasive to the, the, the public at large because you certainly do not have 95 percent of the of the country that thinks that thinks that abortion is some kind of a virtuous and very easy um, topic or at least as transactional as they're making it. So they're not persuading people. In fact, they're turning a lot of people off as that one woman that you played before said very articulately. They're turning a lot of people off. So what do they do? Do they hit the campaign trail and try to find a better way to uh, to, to 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 say this nonviolently? No, no. We're going to get more more just justices. That's what we have to do. Expand the court. More justices that can't even define what a woman is. This um, yeah. we're going to play the crazy triggered leftists in a minute just to show everybody the kind of mentality we're dealing with. But this is a scene from the What is a Woman movie that I just came across this morning. He's interviewing, I guess, a trans. I don't know. I don't know who this person is, but let's listen to this doctor. Um, It was a guy in a suit. Oh, this guy, uh, he has like blondish hair and and glasses. Yeah, he uh, this guy is a um, he's a a social scientist or something like that. He calls himself a a social scientist, whatever. And um, and this is this is pretty much the encapsulation of what college sociology is here we go i'm not even talking about social context i'm just i'm just trying to start by getting to the truth you know yeah i mean i'm really uncomfortable with that language of like getting to the truth again in social life why is that uncomfortable because that it sounds actually deeply transphobic to me um and if you you keep probing we're gonna stop the interview oh my god if i probe about what the truth is you keep invoking the word truth, which is condescending and rude. I'm saying is, to you. How is the word truth condescending and rude? Why don't you tell me what your truth is? And you're walking on 30 seconds more of the nights before I get up. <laughs> there, there's, there you go. There you go. What is your truth, Frank? Yeah, what is our truth? <laughs> Imagine being in a classroom with that nut. Listen, it's the vocal fry that gets me. Yeah, everybody. They all have this vocal fry. Nobody like somebody did a, a really good one uh, skit where they were like, nobody talked like that back when like, they were signing. Can you imagine if your doctor spoke that way? <laughs> yeah, everything's everything's a question and uh, everything is. It sounds like their voice has their eyebrows quirked as if, are you serious? I have to actually put this out there. You don't know this. Oh my God. Here, here's a couple of unhinged crazies. Here we go. Ready? <laughs> this guy, I kind of, it's pretty sad, but I kind of get some joy out of this breakdown. 
I do too. Well, the, these people should not have been allowed to to be comfortable uh, in in their in their nuttiness without being checked at all. This is what this is a tantrum. This is a demonic exorcism tantrum. Seriously, there's a bunch of them. Here, here's one. Here's this. <laughs> It's all right. It's all right. I feel that way too. It's all right. We feel that way together, okay? Let it out. Let it out. Yeah. Yeah. Feel better? Good. Good, you freak. She's got to breathe through it, Frank. It's a minute long. I'm going to keep going. Everybody wants to show the happy side. I'm mad as hell Good. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it, freak? I have no responsibilities. I'm going to do these freaking dishes. Oh. Um, I have an idea for some of these people. You want to hear what it is? Yeah. Keep your legs closed. <laughs> yeah. I, I I think I think it would be great. A really great thing for everybody to start reevaluating the responsibility we have in our lives. I love when people say stop regulating my vagina. It's like, no, no, we're talking about an issue that comes after your failure to regulate your vagina. Yeah. All right. This 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 is what this is the issue that comes afterwards. But Frank and Men don't have any responsibility. We don't have any. Yeah. Well, you you would think that there, the the whole idea of a deadbeat dad would be would would be gone at this point. If a, if a if a woman could bail and have the the child killed, then why can't a father just bail on a on a on a monthly child support check? I mean, the ending of a life is a lot worse than a bounced check. So why don't we start uh, reviving the the um, the reputations of deadbeat dads. Yeah, I mean, they we, just didn't want the baby. And they just didn't want the baby. And and all they jumped out on was a couple of, you know, a couple of hundred dollar checks a month. Or I, I, I mean, hey, you know, here solve everybody. Here's another one. This is another one. <laughs> this guy is sick, sick in the head. Don't you take your hands off So the left always attacks free speech. Calm down. He's wearing a shirt, by the way, that says boot edge edge on it. Boot edge? Boot edge edge. Oh, 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 well, okay. Boot edge edge here. Calm down. Let's incite. No, let's not have a fucking conversation. Worthless little sack of shit. Hold on. I guess the pandemic's over. Yeah. What's wrong, sir? You like killing babies? You love killing babies? Love killing babies. You love killing babies, huh? You love that. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. It comes. Out, I'm telling you, it's it's the it's the end of the exorcism, where the exorcist commands the demon to identify itself. Tell me your name, and it, it just comes to the surface, and that's when you know you have it cornered. It's terrible. Yeah. Here, one more clip. This isn't an unhinged leftist screaming about abortion, but this is a. Someone on TikTok with millions of followers, millions. Okay, here. What's a scam that's become so normalized that we don't even realize it's a scam anymore? You're going to love this. The Constitution, a paper written hundreds of years ago with a feather, with a feather, by a bunch of white men, a lot of them who own slaves. 
Yeah, we're supposed to base every single law in this country off that. Yeah. They didn't have internet. They didn't have cars. They didn't have trains. They didn't have planes. They didn't have telephones. How do they know anything? That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> I, where, where, where is this bitch from? TikTok? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, 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 that's that's the whole basis of the Constitution. It was written on a piece of paper with a feather. That, there's nothing. There's actually there are no words. There's no debates. There's no concepts. There's no philosophy there. There's nothing that relates to the human condition that knows no year, knows no era. There's nothing there. It's just that the piece of paper it was written on is old, and they didn't have cars. <laughs> so that's 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 all you need to know about. The Constitution. Does she realize that without it, she wouldn't be able to say what she just said and get away with it? She doesn't give a No, of course she doesn't not. Give a of course she doesn't. So now we've, uh, you know, basically the only thing I'll end with on the whole uh, abortion debate is I think a big reason why the left is, is upset about it in a political manner, like at least uh, from a backroom sort of a dealing sort of way, uh-huh. is that they're not going to be able to launder money through Planned Parenthood anymore. That's a big one. I mean, I mean, they, they, I guess they'll still be able to set up some local state state side grifts. Uh, it'll be alive and well in places like California. And if they have all of their their fascist friends in the, in the corporate world flying people to blue states, I guess they can still keep it up in some respect. I- much, much, much. Le- I mean, what's going to happen to all these places as they, by the way, they're bombing and like torching actual places that help pregnant women, you know, the places that they're going to need soon enough. Right yeah. There. Imagine, imagine that. Uh, imagine that you, you say that we want all of the, your, your reproductive health care options on the table, but you are going to go out and make sure that you can limit speech so that people cannot uh, encounter women seeking out abortions and try to give them other perspective and more information, pretty much second and third opinions. You limit speech. Uh, our new our new uh, Supreme Court Justice Katanjo, uh, she she has been a big part of trying to make illegal people's ability to stand outside of abortion clinics and talk to, to people coming in. They want to do that. They want to, of course, intimidate churches. They want to intimidate pregnancy centers as if they the only option they want on the table is to destroy the child. I mean, once again, if the option for abortion is the best, if it is something that is medically necessary, then it does not. You can tell if, if I had if I had stage four cancer, God forbid, if I had stage four cancer. And I went to a cancer center to talk with a doctor who's going to give me my options. And somebody outside is like, you know, you shouldn't talk to the doctors. You should really go down. You should really go down to McDonald's and have yourself a Dr. Pepper and it'll get rid of your it'll get rid of your uh, your cancer. Um, You know, I just it, it doesn't it doesn't really one will weigh out the other. I will I will make my determination as to what seems a little better for me. You know, you're not allowed it, to do thing, that. Right. But the thing is that the pregnancy is not stage four cancer. They make it out to be, as we heard from the other person before, they make it out to be a life endangering situation so that everybody who we all know is just using this option as contraception will feel better about themselves. So like everything else in the progressive ethos, you cannot have any opinion other than their own. You can't have anybody else to the table other than people that they invite because 
then people will start making different decisions. Their entire world is built on a foundation of sand. And it just it, it it's uh, it's annoying when we when we talk about social issues like, I don't know, anything that we have to spend money on and we have to deal with this stuff. But it's just downright abhorrent and demonic, diabolical when they apply that same technique to the uh, the administering of death for the most innocent. And that's just that's just where we are right now. It's, uh, it's terrible. Did you did you read the decision? The opinion? I, I read a, a little bit uh, of uh, some dissent and and some majority. What, what in particular? Well, there's one piece of it that I, I didn't see anyone else clip out that I clipped out where they basically reaffirm that only women can have an abortion. And they do it in such a crafty way that they basically codified the definition of a woman into the opinion. Well, which is very controversial, Frank. Yeah. No one's going around asking what a man is. That's funny. Well, I mean, you know, Katanjo Brown from her her uh, confirmation hearings actually affirmed what a woman is, too, based on based on her non-answer. When she said, I, I don't I don't know. I'm not a biologist. I mean, she pretty much said that it's a biological fact. Well, yeah, that's true. Actually. Uh, you know, you know, to, to understand what a woman is wouldn't have to be to understand basic biology. I just am not a biologist. So she might she, she admitted that she's ignorant, but she also at the same time admitted that it's a biological situation. There are two more topics that I wanted to cover today. Number one was the Project Veritas video that came out yesterday from South Carolina. And number two is vaccine news. Um, which would you like to tackle first? I guess vaccine news. Let's get that out of the way. Let me spin the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there's a lot of information pouring in because we're getting the birth rate information coming from countries now for like, so what the birth rate was is so far in 2022 and where it falls based on historical trend. And the results are absolutely shocking. The, the birth rate is plummeting. It's plummeting. So there's a column uh, called the depopulation of Taiwan. Um, there was also a column written by the same guy from yesterday about the dramatic decline in births in Germany. In the first quarter of 2022, um, Germany experienced what, like a 20% decrease in births. Hmm. Oh, a UK 10% in the UK, a decline of 10%. A 23% decline in Taiwan, around the same in Switzerland. Um, and it all falls after vaccination. Now, you'd assume that the birth rate would increase, given that everybody was stuck home together, bored out of their minds. Like, you know how they say in the wintertime, you see a spring of births coming up, you know, because every, yeah. everybody's stuck inside. To, like, you would think that everybody would have just been doing it up like rabbits. Well, before we knew how how much we were going to get screwed in spring of 2020. And they said, Oh, 15 days to flatten the curve. And we said, Oh, wow, we're going to be trapped inside the house for a month. Well, you better, you better watch out. And around November, we're going to have a lot of COVID babies out there. That's then what, of course, yeah. then of course it just turned into the end of civilization. It wasn't, if it was just a, a month locked away, yeah, everybody would be like rabbits. Yeah, so the birth rate in Taiwan dropped by 23% in one year, and it's not COVID. Um, it says here, 
According to a Taiwan government report, the birth rate dropped by 23.24% in May 2022 as compared to May of 2021. This guy took historical birth rate data from macro trends from 2009 through 2021 and added 2022 as year 2021 adjusted down by 23.24%. Obviously, it's not over yet this year, but it's unimaginable the likelihood. It's a 26 sigma potential, which means that the expected frequency and probability. Are you ready for this number? Yeah. The probability of this happening by chance is point zero 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 one five. Jeez. It's more than so the expected frequency of a well, actually, I'm wrong. That's just 10 sigma. <laughs> wow. The, the one sigma frequency is every three days. Two sigma frequency is 21 days. Three sigma frequency is 370 days. An eight sigma frequency is 803 trillion days. So that event happening by ch- like by chance, 803 tr- once every 803 trillion days. You can't even measure the frequency anymore once you get to 10 sigma. And then when you get to 26 Sigma, the chances of it happening for no other reason, just by chance, is like stupid. Now, where, where is this being covered again? This is on a sub stack I got from Cognitive Carbon, Eric. Um, it's called Igor's Newsletter. I can send it to you. Uh-huh. But he says to see what could cause the extreme drop in births, go back nine months from May. To September of 2021, Taiwan was a poster child for successful vaccination. Ninety one percent of all Taiwanese residents received a vaccine dose by October 1st. Fifty six percent of all people of Taiwan received covid vaccines. They got AstraZeneca, Moderna and Pfizer. And now they're in the midst of an absolutely nasty pandemic um, because the vaccines don't work. But it says here Nine months later, they only gave birth to 77 percent of the numbers, the number of babies expected. And a lot of information is coming out about how the vaccine, the vaccines decrease sperm count, at least in the short term that they know of right now. So when. Yeah. Wow. I guess I guess it's not surprising because we were wondering how it was going to affect things like this procreation going forward. Now, we're not. He didn't look into how many women lost their babies during that time. So assuming, okay, they all got pregnant as they would have, but they never carried the baby to term. So that's something I would want to dig into and find out how many of those babies were lost. Right. Versus how many didn't get pregnant. I would want to know that. Um, Then there's more, there's more information coming out about what the vaccine did to immunity. Um, in people like so what happened if you got covid then got vaccinated what happens if you um, didn't have covid and then got vaccinated what happens if you were never vaccinated and what your immunity is and what the what the obvious result is is what sadly geert van den bosch was telling us is that basically the people that got two shots and a booster or even just one shot in a lot of cases, and I'll put this in the show notes for everybody, they cannot, their bodies cannot mount immunity to Omicron. So what, what, what is this? Um, I think I saw a 
something on this. I, I, I didn't read it, though. Um, so I was wondering if you did, since we're on topic, what about this that's going around that there's in studies on these latest generations or these latest waves of, of illness? I don't even know what to call it anymore. COVID illness that's going around that the unvaccinated are having a lot easier time kicking it now than the vaccinated. Yes, that is absolutely true. That's true. Yes, 100 percent. If you are unvaccinated, you're getting like, let's say you get. So if you get Omicron and you're unvaccinated, you have broad based immunity to every other variant that has come out, plus Omicron to a degree, as long as it doesn't mutate so much, your body is retaining T cell and B cell immunity to Omicron. So the chances of you getting Omicron again are slim, possible, but very slim because your body's mounting a response to Omicron and all previous strains. And it's holding that immunity. If you're vaccinated, you can't build an immunity. Again, what is going on? What? Are you lost me? Yeah. Very weird. You can't build an immunity to Omicron. Your body is not retaining the knowledge it, it, it makes when it's fighting Omicron off. And it's having a very hard time combating it. And because it's sitting in your body for so much longer as a vaccinee, it's mutating around whatever immunity you could potentially have been building. Mm. So it's driving variants. And don't tell me for a second that monkeypox, polio in the UK, the meningitis outbreak in uh, in um, Florida, this all of a sudden, everybody has shingles again and, and you know, people who have, have latent virus in their system, it's just kicking up all of, all of a sudden. That's all to do with the suppression of your immune system from vaccination. There, did you hear about this meningitis outbreak in gay men? I, 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 I didn't hear about the meningitis outbreak, but just last night I saw a meningitis B um, uh, vaccination commercial up here. Well, that's not surprising, given that there is a an influx of all of these very strange illnesses that we thought that we had under control. Right. Because think about it. First of all, I'm not trying to stereotype here because I know there are a lot of gay gay male conservatives. Right. But there are also a lot of gay male liberals, many of whom went out and I have no scientific basis for this. It's just a theory went out and got the vaccine as many times as they were told to. And they're continuing to live their lives. And some of these viruses just spread in that way. They just do. Mm. So, I mean, you know, I, I just the only thing I can say is so far. And this is the last paper that Geert van den Bosch put out. He basically said this. The vac- the unvaccinated are able to handle whatever has come in a very normal way. Right. You get Omicron. You're sick for about a week or so. And it then blows. it's it sucks. I don't care what anybody's saying about Omicron. It is, quote, I guess it's easy because you don't you don't go to the hospital. Right. Yeah. But it's terrible. It is. It's a terrible, terrible virus. It's terrible. Anyway, so they're they're getting through it. Right. They have early treatment. Sometimes they don't have early treatment. But the people that have vaccinated themselves into oblivion are going to the hospital and a lot of them are dying. And that's exactly what he said was going to happen. Yeah, definitely not getting a lot of reports on that. They tr- they trickle out. And as soon as you see them, you don't see them anymore. So I just it, it's so hard. It's so hard to get. Um, I don't know. Accurate data. Yeah, accurate data. And then, and then, of course, to to bring it into conversation and nobody believes you, depending on who you're talking to. Whatever. There is a hearing today in Texas. Dr. Malone is presenting. 
um, on, on this stuff. And, um, he gave, he did a sub stack yesterday where he gave the information on where you can watch it, which I'll be doing because, you know, a lot of this has kind of slipped to the background because people are done hearing about it. But the stuff that we were talking about six, seven months ago, Frank, is starting to happen now. And there's a lot of people like Will, my husband on his Twitter, he's not political on his Twitter at all. He does it for sports and nonsense. Right. And he's starting to see people he follows and random people start talking about like vaccine injury. So it's only a year behind, you know, as they're now saying you should go out and vaccinate your zero to five year olds, which is insane to me. Well, it also is more and more. I mean, you, you, you jokingly referenced to SADS before, but this is happening more and more. Uh, You see it all, all over the place. A, an otherwise healthy person is just gone. Yep. Overnight. And it happens to a lot of famous people. Do you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. There's a person who posts in the dark to light telegram room. Um, I'm just going to look at it really quick because they're constantly posting the all of a sudden unexpectedly died. Yes. Things. And that's the whole channel is just unexpectedly died or suddenly died or, you know, whatever. And I have no problem with, them sharing those things in the dark to light telegram room because they usually come in spurts and it's pretty crazy. Like, I don't know if it's that we haven't paid attention to that ever before. And now we all are, or I have a striking feeling that it's because people are just suddenly dying. It's pretty scary. Yeah, it really is. Um, so there's that. And then there's project Veritas. <laughs> What's going on with this? I saw James O'Keefe over the weekend. Did you? Yeah, got to shake his hand. Oh, how nice. Yeah, told him we're next door neighbors. But other than that, we were just waiting for an elevator. I, I, if I had five more minutes, I would have would have found something else to say. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. I never like it. No, I can't stand it. I, I really I really don't. I mean, it was cool to go to that Minds Festival of Ideas meet and greet. But at the same time, you can't really do anything you're there for a short amount of time filled in in a room filled with people that you'd love to talk to but at the same time uh to you can't fanboy i don't you're, you're not gonna make friends when you fanboy so you just kind of just like oh they're so and so they're so and so and i know i can't go I, up to people i can't i can't do it it's just i can't do it i know how you feel i'd rather just stand there and hope someone recognizes me and says hi yeah it's just easier i'll go up to like you know people i already know obviously but it's very strange. Um, yeah. Here is leaked audio from a South Carolina Democrat Senate candidate. Her name is Crystal Matthews calling for actually, I'll just say it's three minutes. It's worth it to listen to. She has called a correctional and an inmate at Perry Correctional Institution to discuss her run for U.S. Senate on February 15th of this year. So it's a while now, but I want to play this and then I have some things to say, Frank. Yeah. You got it. I know y'all are both activists, and I am too in my own way, right? I'm very mm-hmm. much, right. I'm very much a in a lot of ways, but I know how to turn it off and turn it on. You know, I, I know how to, I know how to be in certain spaces. You know, you right. gotta be able to turn it off and turn it on. So, like, we literally, y'all, like, this is this is how you, this is the only way you're gonna change the the dynamics in South Carolina. You gotta find some folks that are a little bit polished, 
maybe are not, you know, nobody really knows them that well. Maybe they haven't really been politically active. But we need some secret sleepers. Like, we need we need them to run as the other side, even though they're for our side. <laughs> and we need them right, to win. Right. Because mm-hmm. that's how, like, I mean, we can, we can battle them in public all day. As long as we know we're working for the same goal. You know, I, I tell my right. colleagues up here all the time, I'm going to be that bitch every day of the week. I have too many people that, that ain't us, ain't out for us, and look okay. like us. I mean, but honestly, these ain't the same type of black people that I grew up around. I don't recognize these right. black right. So I black because I don't understand the type of black that they are. Now, can I talk intelligently? Can I? I can do, listen, I can move in all kinds of circles, but... I can pretend pretend to be intelligent. Yes. The rest of it is even crazier. It gets gets bad. Hold on here. Faces around my feet. So, for me, I feel like, y'all, we need sleepers, but we need a group of sleepers. We need some folks that ain't, that, we need some folks that can wear all black at night and take their yard signs down when they, when they sleeping. The same they do to us just the other way. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got to make a bunch of noise about it. We ain't got to, we ain't got to go live about it. Just don't say shit. Just like when somebody drop money and you pick it up. You pick that shit up and keep walking. And then when you get in there, when we get enough of us in there, we can rehab and have it for real from the inside out. Then we can flip some from the inside out. We got to take back some of these seats, especially in these local elections. Um, you know, we need we need people to run as Republicans in these local elections. Um, and we need, I mean, they family, they can't tell their family, you know, period. Because I can't trust family, family the first motherfucker turn on you. You can't tell them. So, you know, like, man, I didn't think he would ever be a Republican. You know, they're going to have to be able to, listen, when I say they're going to have to be able to take some I'm talking about at the dinner table, at Thanksgiving, when they on the Republican ticket and everybody at the table looking at them sideways, like, I can't believe y'all are trying to on something. They got to take that on their chin. Yep. And I still got to struggle to raise money for my campaign. Where the fuck is my black people with money? I don't care about no dope money. Give me that dope boy money. Where the fuck is dope? Where the boy? Get you fighting with somebody from your family that don't even know you donating to my campaign and put that shit under their name. We are surrounded by stupid, violent people. So, you know, you'd think this is she's a state rep here in South Carolina, this woman. Yeah. OK, now you'd think that the Republican Party would be working towards stopping things like that and being active and, you know, not spending all of their damn time trying to fight each other, Frank, instead of that. But I live here and I'm in the Republican Party and I can tell you from firsthand experience that that crap happens all the time. They their local elections. We couldn't even pay like we because of all of the nonsense and everybody with a big ego and petty BS and who wants to be, you know, who who got slighted because they didn't get to do exactly what they wanted. And who who is mad at this person because of that? And who doesn't like this person because of this drama? They're like a bunch of old women sitting around a freaking table in a kitchen, just bitching about everybody and like calling everybody names and somebody's feelings hurt. And it's like, it's like a a game of telephone squared times 60. Meanwhile, that woman has probably been successful in that endeavor three or four times over in this state right now, Mm. because we can't get out of our own way. It is a useless 
vehicle, not because of the values of the Republican Party, but because of the people who inhabit the Republican Party in positions of leadership and and elsewhere down to the precinct. Okay, a bunch of these people like I'm going to be able to speak a lot more very soon, but there's something going on here right now that I am so upset about. I am like I cannot believe it's like, why would you continue to do something when members of your own team are literally shooting at you? And you're taking bullets from friendly fire. So you can't even forget it. They're killing you. You have no choice. You have no chance to fight that kind of a thing. I know. Because they're just shooting at you. Mm. And I, I love how she even lies to herself and saying, oh, they're doing they're doing it to us, too. So, yeah. 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 There's a lot of secret conservatives being admitted into uh, the, the Democrat um, talent pool. Yeah. That, that, that we, we've gotten a lot of those surprises over the years. <laughs> a lot of those surprises all the time. Yeah, they, they doing it to us too. That's great. Yeah. Keep lying to yourself. Give yourself a reason to keep up this charade. It's stupid. It's just stupid. And, and you know what? It's going to keep happening. And they're more concerned with who feels like they're important for the day or who is pissed off that somebody was mean to them or how they can like I, I have to tell you sitting in some of the the committee meetings for the state party and I'm listen, I don't even care anymore. I don't care. I, so whatever happens, happens at this point. It's like sitting in a room with a bunch of high school kids or junior high kids who like are like the trust fund babies, but nobody really actually likes them. So that like they insult people like it's so gross, like my skin crawls being around a lot of these people. They're so terrible inside and out They're They have no integrity whatsoever. All they care about is is the status quo and how many likes they have on Facebook. It's it's a I hate to say it. It's a pointless. There's so much more you can accomplish. Like there's no vehicle in a lot of these places to get anything done. And when you think you're getting there. The people that you thought were on your team are stabbing you in the back as you're walking downfield with a literal like they're stabbing you in the back and being like, <laughs> I got her. It's so stupid. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry. I had to get that off. Well, I wouldn't. Stupid is a very light word to use. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I wish I could it. say more because I have a lot more to say, but I have to be. You know, a little bit careful. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, 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 it's I, one in one instance. I don't know how you do it. In the other instance, if people like you didn't at least try, then what options would people have? Just, just, just be, have them rough uh, run roughshod over everybody. Do you ever yeah. see like a punching bag that like gets overused, or like a dummy that people use as target practice, and like it's frayed and it's beaten and bloodied, and it's just old, and you have to get rid of it, and there's no more it could potentially ever take. Yeah, that's me right now. Uh, that's horrible. <laughs> that's horrible. I, yes, it is. It sucks. It sucks. And to think that there's sides. People think that there's two sides. Nope. Nope. There's no, not. It's a it's a circular firing squad is what it is. Not only is there not two sides, but the people who pretend that they're fighting against a side and you think are like, OK, we're going to get this done together. We're going to get this done together. We're going to do what's right. They turn on you. So it's because they can't get out of their own way and they just don't see the bigger picture and they don't care. And that happens all over the country. I'm sure that that South Carolina is not the only place. So good luck with that. Anyway, that's it for today. Well, all right. Frank, 
Yeah. You have fun tomorrow. Try and give the Dark Delight podcast a little shout if you can. You got it. You got it. I, there's so many things to shout out. I think I, I think the best thing I could do is just shout out quite frankly TV and bring people over so they can hear all the things that I shout out on a nightly basis. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. I'm just gonna just gonna ride the wave. Well, have fun. You have been listening to the Dark Delight podcast with. Overcast Monday, Val, and... Beans! You can find us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. I'll be back on Wednesday. Later. I'm Jerry Petock, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out RadioInfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. Radio Influence.